Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome to today's podcast from Hayat Academy. I'm Shahna and today we're going to talk about Ibn Kathir. Ibn Kathir is probably one of the most popular mufassirin in the history of Islam. Even today, his Tafsir al-Qur'an al-Azim, more popularly known as Tafsir Ibn Kathir, is without doubt one of the most widely read Tafsir works. Ibn Kathir's full name was Ismail ibn Omar bin Kathir. His kunya was Abu al-Fidha and he was given the honorary title of Ahmad al-Din or Pillar of the Faith. He was born in the city of Busra which is now in Syria. The state of the Muslims at that time was of instability. It was immediately after the Ayyubite dynasty, after Salahuddin Ayyubi and all, and in his time it was the Mamluk dynasty, and at that time the Romans were attacking the Islamic Empire from one side and the Mongols from the other side. His, he was born in a family of scholars, his father being the Friday speaker of the village, but he died when Ibn Kathir was only three or four years old. And it was his brother, who was also a very knowledgeable man and a scholar, that who took care of him and he was also his first teacher. Later, his brother took him to Damascus, which was also the center of knowledge at that time. So he continued to learn from his brother, uh, his brother's name was Abdul Wahab, until his brother died. Ibn Kathir started memorizing the Quran from the age of six years old and we see this in the case of most scholars of Islam that they start by memorizing the Quran. So it is said that he completed memorizing the Quran by the time he was 11 and was simultaneously learning from various scholars not only his brother but from whoever was there around him at that time in Damascus. So after a period of time, Ibn Kathir was a scholar of tafsir, of Arabic grammar and language, of uh, fiqh and history and hadith. His knowledge and his memorization skills was so impressive that it is said that some of the scholars, they decided to test him, that they took various volumes of Arabic grammars, books and uh, started asking him, questions from it like they would ask they will start a sentence and they expected Ibn Kathir to complete it so they did this with various volumes of the books and it was said that he was able to complete what they started of these books so it shows how his skills of uh, acquiring the knowledge and retaining it and narrating it was near perfection so Ibn Kathir was not only a scholar of tafsir but also of Arabic grammar and language and fiqh and history and hadith basically showing us how wide range he was and we know that this is also the case for most scholars of those days unlike today where we have specialists and specialization where they don't know anything about uh, an area outside their specialization the scholars of those days were all-rounders they were as affluent in history as they were in science. So Ibn Kathir was a student of Sheikh al-Islam Ahmed bin Taymiyyah, who was also a very famous Hanbali scholar. Now let us talk a little bit about Ibn Kathir's famous commentary on the Quran, which is called Tafsir al-Quran al-Azim. 
Ibn Kathir places great emphasis on explaining the Quranic verse with other Quranic words. This is how he uses his tafsir, that he tries first to explain the Quranic verses with the verses of the Quran itself, and then through the hadiths and traditions of Rasulullah and after that through the explanation of the sahabas and the students of the sahabas so he he tries to organize his uh, tafsir in such a way that it is first quran explaining the quran then through the hadiths then through the narrations of the sahabas and the tabi'ins and afterwards through the stories from the israeli traditions now, at the same time, he critically analyzes the traditions that he uses and also uh, evaluates the conflicting sayings of the companions of the Rasul and the Tabi'ins. Other than his Quran tafsir, the tafsir Ibn Kathir, Ibn Kathir is also remembered for his 14-volume History of Islam, which is called Al-Bidaya Wal-An-Nihaya, meaning the beginning and the end. It is a work that utilized nearly all the available sources and formed the it and it formed the basis for a number of writings by the later historians. So it covers a universal history from the creation of the world until the end of the world. That is how it is the Bidaya, the beginning and the end. And uh, it contains the stories of the prophets, the previous nations, the prophet Sirah, uh, Rasulullah's life story, and the Islamic history until uh, Ibn Kathir's time. So uh, he also wrote a Sirah Nabawiya, which is the life of uh, Prophet and Qisas al Anbiya, the stories of the prophet. And most of his work is now translated not only into English but in many languages. Later in his life, he became blind, and it is uh, his blindness is attributed to working late at night on the Musnad of Ahmed bin Hanbal. Actually, he was trying to rearrange it with, based on the topic rather than by narrator. Ibn Kathir passes away in Damascus in 774 Hijra, and he's buried near his teacher, Ibn Taymiyyah. May Allah reward him for his invaluable contribution that is enabling even us in this 2020 to learn from him, to learn from his efforts, to learn from his knowledge. With this note, I would like to conclude today's podcast. Thank you and have a great day.